the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. (laughs) Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. And if you missed any of the show or if you missed yesterday's show, you know you can go to our website at likeitmattersradio.com and listen to it whenever you want. Matter of fact, not only this radio show, but we have a bi-weekly podcast, and it comes out every Monday and every Thursday, uh, and wherever you listen to podcasts, just go ahead and search Living Life Like It Matters, because that's what we help you do, live your life like it matters. Mondays, we have story time with Mr. Black. It's a great story uh, with some music and just uh, thought-provoking. I have my little uh, pipe, and uh, we have the fire going, uh, and John and I are in our little smoking jackets, and we're just, yeah, doing a little bit of nice story time, a la Mr. Rogers, if you will, or about little NPR thoughts about thoughts, you know? So uh, uh, if you like to listen to podcasts, I promise you, you'll be inspired by that. And today, you know, we're going to get continue on this path of getting back to the basics. You know, if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, please do. It was called Back to the Basics. And today, I'm going to get back to the basics of leadership because what is lacking in this country, uh, almost more than anything else, with the exception of God and understanding, uh, is leadership. And so today's show is kind of like for the birds because, you know, uh, we're going to talk about a homing pigeon and we're going to talk about a duck because if it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it looks like a duck, you know what? It's a duck. And the same thing can be said about anything, right? If it looks like it, it sounds like it, it feels like it, then it must be it. Evidence that demands a verdict. And so today we're going to Leadership 101, which is my forte, which is my passion, which seems to be lacking in great, great supply. We have a whole bunch of sheeple uh, following after uh, following after the lead person, not a leader, just someone put in a position uh, to tell other people what to do. And that is a big difference because leadership is not position. It is action. Once you get that, leadership is not position. You don't get appointed a leader. You might get appointed to a position, but leadership is action. So I want to start off today just uh, uh, talking about one of the greatest heroes from World War One. You know, we're talking about leadership today, right? I don't know if you've ever heard, there's something called the Lost Battalion. If you've never heard about it, look it up. It's a great story. 
but one of the greatest heroes of World War I was the great hero of the Lost Battalion, and it is known as the role of a remarkable pigeon named Cherami. See, Cherami was one of almost 600 carrier pigeons employed by the U.S. Army Signal Corps during World War I. Carrier pigeons were invaluable at that time. In spite of the advances in communication technology during the war, radios were not as reliable since they were large and still bound by delicate wires. It also was not always possible to lay new wires quickly and often could be extremely dangerous in a battle zone, right? While not necessarily a popular form of communication, pigeons did prove a reliable one. Now, the average homing pigeon can fly approximately 50 miles per hour. I did not know that. So they are a quick method of communication. Still, these pigeons often proved popular targets to enemy gunfire despite their speed. In fact, German machine gunners trained diligently to not only spot these birds, but kill these birds with their deadly MG8s which could fire over 500 rounds per minute. Think about that. You got a little pigeon flying and 500 rounds per minute shooting in its direction. Even, you know, what's the old saying? Uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? That's the type of thing. See, pigeons could also be a very risky way to communicate because if a pigeon was shot down, think about it. That bird fell in enemy's hands and with that bird, yep, was the message, was the note. So it was during the, I don't know how you pronounce this, this French, you French people, Moose Argonne Offensive of 1918, where the carrier pigeon was finally recognized for its valiant efforts. On October 2nd, 1918, American soldiers from the 77th Division pushed too far in the Argonne Forest and became trapped behind German lines on the slopes of a hill. So they were cut off from reinforcements, cut off some from uh, supplying um, 550 men from the 306, 307th, and 308th regiments under Major Charles Whittlesey held their ground against a far larger German force, and this went on for days. Far beyond radio range, the only way the Americans could communicate with their own lines was via these carrier pigeons. However, it did not take long to realize that the skies were as dangerous as the ground. Trapped in horrible meat grinder of machine guns and rain, the Lost Battalion held their ground against vicious German attacks. On October 4th, American heavy artillery started to bombard the Lost Battalion's position on accident. Friendly fire, I mean, it happens a lot, it's unfortunate. And it killed 30 men as they held the line. Major Whittlesey and his men watched as bird after bird fell out of a sky torn apart by German machine gun fire. So supplies are now running out, casualties are mounting rapidly. Major Whittlesey desperately sent out his last pigeon. I mean, they'd killed them all. He has one pigeon left. Cherami. Oh, what a beautiful story. To the American lines, so they sent Cherami to the American lines with a note that simply read, We are along the road parallel to 276.4. Our own artillery is dropping a barrage directly on us. For heaven's sake, Stop it. Boy, don't you feel like saying that to our government today? For heaven's sake, stop it. Yeah, don't you feel like saying that to Joe Biden? For heaven's sake, stop it. Or Nancy Pelosi, for heaven's sake, stop it. 
So with fire raining down on them from all sides, Cherami was now the last chance for the lost battalion to walk off that hill alive. The brave bird flew straight into German fire, dodging bullets as, as she went. However, the luck did not last for long. Cherami was hit in the chest soon after takeoff. As American soldiers watched in horror as their last hope hit the ground. Against all odds, though, Cherami got up again, wounded but still alive. The little bird took flight again, charging head-on into wave after wave of machine gun fire. By the end of the trip, that little bird covered 25 miles in roughly half an hour. He arrived at a base heavily wounded but alive. Army medics were able to save Cherami's life, but his right leg was barely attached to his body, and he was blind in one eye. However, because of Cherami's delivery, the artillery stopped and took up new firing coordinates away from American lines. The next day, shells started to fall on German positions, relieving pressure on the bloody 77th, and the battle in America's favor, turned in America's favor. On October 8th, that's my birthday, 194 men made it back to the American lines. Tanks of that little bird, chair of me. Wow, that's so powerful. By the way, for his part in saving the 77th Division, Jeremy was awarded the Croix de Gois. I don't know how to pronounce it. One of France's highest military honors for his gallantry in the field. General John Pershing, commander of the American Expedition Forces, said there isn't anything the United States can do too much for this little bird. You know, that's so cool. That's leadership. And I'm going to tell you right now, if a pigeon can lead like that, then what are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? You know, it's time for us to step up. It's time for us to take a stand. It's time for us to speak up. It takes leadership, not sheeple, uh, not groupthink, but people who are willing to do the right thing for the right reason at this important time in history. And I got two questions for you, ladies and gentlemen. If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. I am black. We'll be right back. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
uncover, uncover retirement concepts you need to know. We love trying to solve whatever problems and eliminate as many obstacles as possible. Understand the processes and challenges of retirement planning with Corey Zafke and Taylor Sundin. Yeah, it all boils down to the fact that the pieces of your financial puzzle really need to fit together. Tune in to A Clear Path to Retirement with Corey Zafke and Taylor Sundin. Sundays at 1 p.m. on Freedom 1570. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory, however long and hard the road may be. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. This is where we're living life like it matters. This is your hour of power. Block it off every day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is where we're working on your noggin, working on your noodle. You know, our brain is the only organ in our body that has unlimited plasticity. It never has to wear out. And yet think about it with depression, with the mess that America's in, with the lack of leadership that's driving our country. uh, Man, people are getting mentally overwhelmed. They're getting emotionally distraught. Uh, Marriages are struggling. Uh, We're struggling with our kids. Our kids are being taught to hate, uh, to fear. Uh, We're teaching our kids to suck in their own waste as they wear masks while the politicians that mandate those mask wearing go off to parties on Broadway and uh, drink $10,000 bottles of wine with their friends as they laugh and guffaw, mask-free, mask-less, because we know there's one role for the ruling elite and one role for the peasants. And shame on us, because where is the leadership? Where's the great leadership? You know, leaderships know uh, leaders know how to use their words. You know, I was just checking my text uh, in between uh, the show on break, and uh, I have a good friend. Uh, her name's Tatiana. She's an incredible woman. Uh, she's from Serbia. She's a Marine. She's, she, excuse my language, badass. She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool, and she's a conduit. She's a great friend, and uh, we've known each other a very short period of time. But so I told her. She had called me right from my radio show, and I joked with my friends I don't know if you know this or not, but hey, I'm on the radio an hour a day every day. It's from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. You should check it out sometime because I got a lot of my friends call me like at 15 minutes before I'm getting ready to go on the radio. And 
for those that know me, I like to be prepared. So about when it comes to 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, I'm, I don't talk to anybody. Uh, my job is to get ready for the radio show. I get up at 4 in the morning. I study the Word of God. I pray. Uh, I put together a Bible text. I send it out to, you know, 1,000 people. And then I get ready for my radio show. Dumb my radio show at noon, and then I start my work day even though I've been going for eight hours already. And so I told her, hey, after my radio show, I'm going to jail, uh, and then I'll, ca- I'll call you on the way. And so she <laughs> sends me these, I got two or three texts. Oh, my gosh, what can I do to help? God, call me. What's, I'm like, and I forgot to tell her. See, this is why, as a leader, it's important that we communicate. I'm just visiting. I'm not going to jail. I'm going to jail. Uh, part of what I do is I serve, and uh, I uh, meet people who have screwed up pretty badly and are behind the bars, and uh, unfortunately, I don't want to. Uh, this is a gentleman that some of you know about, a gentleman I mentored, a gentleman I put in my training, who we found out is a mass murderer, uh, and he's uh, not only killing people, been chopping them up, burning them, and that's been going on for a while. And so God told me a few weeks back that you were to visit him. And, uh, God, I don't want to visit him. And for a week, I'm like, God, what do I say to him? What do you say to a mass murderer, someone who lied to you, someone who you thought was a friend, who you thought was a Christian, uh, and you're having me visit him? What, and for a week, I got nothing in my head. All I kept seeing was me and him staring at each other through a plexiglass shield. And um, then I finally got it. God told me to tell him that out of all the damage he's done, he's done a lot of damage to the pe- families of those he killed. But uh, God told me, tell him, the most damage you've done is, is Jesus Christ, because now people have more of a reason to mock him. The more damage you've done is to people who claim the name of Christian, because now there's more reason for people to ridicule kill him. And so God has me visit him once a week and put him money, give him money so he can get his stuff he needs. The guy's going to jail. I mean, he's going to be in prison all his life, maybe the death penalty. Uh, I don't know if he's a child of God or not. Uh, but uh, see, that's what I learned a long time ago. My forte is leadership. And rule number one about being a leader, you ready for this? It's not about you. Get off yourself, people. Rule number one about being a leader is it's not about you. It's about how you can serve other people. It's about sacrifice. It's about commitment. It's about giving people permission. It's about being an example. It's about creating a culture. And so I want to talk about this. And by the way, that's why I bring up Tatiana. Tatiana is a great leader. Like I said, a Marine, she's a conduit. And that's why I love that word conduit, because as a leader, we are called to be conduits. We are called to be pass-through agents. That's why I'm visiting Jason uh, in, in prison, and he'll never see daylight. He'll probably face the death penalty, and he, and he should face the death penalty. He's killed at least, at least four people. I bet she's killed probably 10, 12, and we're going to find that out. Um, and so today we're talking about leadership. And I'm going to give you a quote because a lot of people, when I talk about leadership, they think management and leadership are the same thing. They're not. They are two different roles. They are two different hats. Uh, one is a left brain process, uh, getting stuff done. Uh, one is a right brain process, the reason for getting stuff done and the way uh, to properly get things done. You you got to understand the difference. You know, it was Nietzsche. I don't care for who Nietzsche was. Um, he hated God and Hitler liked him. So those are two major strikes against him. But one of my favorite quotes is by this screwed up man called Nietzsche, because the truth is the truth no matter where it comes from. And the quote is this, he who has a why can bear almost any how. And that one quote right there tells you the difference between leadership and management so succinctly. 
He who has a why can bear almost any how. See, so many people get bogged down on the how. And one thing I learned a long time ago, when you know where you're going and why you're going there, just step out and figure things as you're moving. Right? He who has a why can bear almost any how. See, the how is management, technique, it's left brain. It's do A, B, C, and D, and then E will take place. But leadership is the why. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do again and again and again? Why did God create you? Why did God, for those of you that are children of God, why did he save you and leave you on this planet? God is uh, omni-God. He's omnipotent, all-powerful. He's omniscient, all-knowing. He's omnipresent, all places at all times. But you know what else he is? He's omnipurposive. He's omnipurposed. Everything he does has millions, maybe billions, maybe trillions of reasons why he does it. We don't know that. We're not God. Who am I to question God? Who is man? Where was I when God stretched out the four corners of the world? Where was I when he told the wind to breathe? Where was I when he spoke life into existence? Right? So who am I to question the God of the universe? And how do you put uh, uh, the Pacific Ocean? into a Dasani water bottle, right? I mean, how do you take the infinite knowledge of an everlasting God, the supreme being, and put it into a finite vase or vase, depending on how much money you make each year, uh, right? It doesn't work. You can't do it. And so let me give you this quote from the Leadership Challenge by Kuzis and Posner. It says this, The word lead at its root means go, travel, guide. Leadership has about a kinesthetic feel, a sense of movement. Leaders go first. They're pioneers. They begin the quest for a new order. They venture into unexplored territory and guide us to new and unfamiliar destinations. Now, in contrast, the root origin of manage is a word meaning hand. At its core, managing is about handling things, about maintaining order, about organization and control. The critical difference between management and leadership is reflected in the root meanings of the two words. The difference between what it means to handle things and what it means to go places. The unique role of leaders is to take us to places we've never been before. And that's why whether you like him or not, Donald Trump is a great leader. He can be irritating. Uh, he can be a little disgusting at times. He, I wish he wasn't so defensive. I wish he didn't use the name-calling. But, man, he was the right man for the right job. And, man, if we'd have Donald Trump was reelected like I believe he was, if he was in office, we wouldn't be – we'd be in a totally different country right now. We'd be excelling. We'd be doing well. There wouldn't be mask mandates. There wouldn't be uh, forced uh, shots in your arm. There wouldn't be people lining up to die. Uh, it just wouldn't be happening this way. And so because of the cult of anybody but Trump, now we're in this mess – Uh, And boy, it ain't going to get better. Uh, It's going to get a lot worse because of this one world called leadership. So remember, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. So let me give you a list I put together of what are characteristics of an effective leader. Leaders have a vision and communicate it to their team. A vision means you're seeing the future, you connect the dots. And if you know how they're connected, then you need to tell them to those that are following you.
Leaders make decisions whether popular or not. Leadership is not a popularity contest. That just shows you the poor leadership that we have in the White House right now. Uh, they, he changes opinion with the blowing in the wind. You know, he, uh, he does a little air in his pants, and uh, he, all of a sudden he changes his th- mind and his thoughts because he doesn't think for himself anyway. He's told what to think. Leaders are role models. They give people something to model. Leaders have expectations of excellence. You have a high bar. You don't lower the bar like this administration is. Leaders stimulate an environment of creativity. Leaders take risks. They step outside the box. And this administration tells you, you do exactly what I say. Don't step outside the box. Don't come out of your home. Put your mask on. Get your jab and shut up. That's not leadership. That's authoritarianism. And those that, like my friend Tatiana, that knows what it was like in Serbia and Russia and China, Z, they know what's going on in this government country is not democracy. It's not a republic. It is authoritarianism. And boy, you guys were worried about Donald Trump being a dictator. Oh my gosh, I can't believe people that hated Donald Trump are now supporting this goober. Leaders are growth and results oriented. Leaders are motivators. They move people. Leaders involve their team in the decision-making process. They create team members. Leaders focus on creative solutions. Leaders have a mission and a purpose for their area of responsibility. Leaders value their team members as their, as their greatest asset. And leaders are continuous improvement people. That means we're always working to be better. A little bit better today than yesterday. A little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we call that lean manufacturing six sigma. Lean sigma. In the training world... We call it Like It Matters, Leadership Awakening. I am black. We'll be right back. We will now pause for station identification. This is N-U-T-S. Wow. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dye. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. 
Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule We're doing this one for the American people. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is the one hour of power where we're working on your noodle. We're working on your noggin. You know, you and I don't need to agree. It's okay to be friends and not think alike. But you should always have a reason for why you believe what you believe. And why do I say that? Because God tells us that. The Bible tells us to have a reason for the hope that we have. Always be willing to share that hope. And as crazy as things are in this country, uh, it looks like we've lost our country. As crazy as it is in the world, it looks like the Antichrist is running supreme. You know, I'm not not anxious. I'm a little pissed off because I love my country. But I know who's in charge. I know. I study eschatology. I know how God wraps this puppy up. Uh, and Harpazzo's on its way. Uh, Rapturo is on its way. Uh, I, I've read the good book. I've studied the book of Revelation. I know where we're at in the eschatological time frame. And so I'm excited as a child of Christ, as a, a follower of the God of the Bible, because my time on this planet is, is very short. And so as a leader, I want to make sure that I can take as many people with me as possible uh, because crossing the finish line by myself is not too appealing. You know, a party of one isn't much of a party at all. I believe as leaders, the true mark of a leader is how many people do you take across the finish line of life with you? It's not that you get across. It's how many people are you taking with you? In the last segment, I gave you basically a roughshod list of my top, you know, 12, 15 things that I believe are leadership characteristics. I should say characteristics of effective leadership. But one thing I did not say, you know, leaders create a conducive environment to be all you can be. You know, we might call that home. uh, We might call that culture. But it is an environment. Remember in the study of epigenetics, epigenetics tells us, and if you don't know epigenetics, look up uh, a Biology Belief with Bruce Lipton, a good book. Uh, Dr. Caroline's Leaf's books go into it well. Uh, Who Shut Off My Brain and Turn On Your Brain, both great books by Dr. Caroline Leaf. There's her newest one I haven't read. I have it uh, called The Perfect You. Highly recommend her information. But Dr. Bruce Lipton in the, in the book uh, called Biology Belief came out about a a decade, 12 years ago, was a bestseller. He said that we were always told that the nucleus drove the cell. 
And it's just another lie. There's so many lies out there. I get lost in all the lies that we believe that aren't true. And Dr. Lipton, who's a, who's a Darwinist, who probably does not believe in the God of the Bible, he's not a Christian, I'm sure, so it's not like he's my right-wing buddy. He said this in the book. He said, we were wrong. He said, we've always believed that the nucleus drove the cell. He said, we're wrong. He said, what drives the cell is the cell membrane. And so these powerful words, and as a leader, you need to get these words because they have implications on so many levels. He said, it's the cell membrane that drove the cell. And so he said, technically, and here's the quote, technically, we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And Dr. Um, Restack, I can't think of his first name, Restack, in the book called Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot, another uh, a book I highly recommend, talks about the neuroplasticity and how the, the brain's the only organ that never has to deteriorate, but we've got to use it. And so part of what I do in, in my trainings and my radio show and my podcast is uh, I tell you, you and I don't need to agree. We can think differently, and I can still like you, and you can still like me. However... You need to have a reason for why you believe what you believe. The Bible tells us to do that. It's good leadership. Why do you believe the way you are? And cuz is never an appropriate response. There is no C-U-Z uh, concept. Well, why do you believe that way? Cuz. Because it feels good. Because I want to. Wrong. Wrong. Zip, zippo, zippity, zippity, zoo. Nope, it's not true at all, right? It, you must have a reason for why you believe what you believe. And so in epigenetics, it's the environment. And, you know, I don't care who you share your bed with, if you share your bed with anybody. We all have to sleep with ourselves. And the ultimate environment, the ultimate environment is between the stimulus and the response. Why do you think we self-medicate so much? Why do you think we need the drugs, the alcohol? Why do you think we need pornography? Why do you think when we uh, get break up with someone sharing our bed, we have to get someone else to jump in our bed with us? Because we don't like the company we keep in the quietness, in the stillness of our own mind. That's why there's so much self-medication. And so leadership's a loop. This is my forte. This is what I've been teaching for 30 years. If you want to read about it, go to likeitmatters.net. I do two-and-a-half-day intensives. I got four two-and-a-half-day classes, the, the entry-level classes, Leadership Awakening. I got two left for this year. We only allow 12 people in a class. I got November 18th through 20th in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. We always start on Thursday. We always end on Saturday. And then my last class of the year will be in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, December 9th through 11th. Uh, again, go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, and you can read about it. So, leadership's a loop. You've got to flex your pecs, leaders. P-E-C. Just remember that. P-E-C. See, the P is about permission. Uh, we give people permission through our actions. And that's why it's so crazy what's going on right now in, in America. We are so, got so many things so ripped up. As a matter of fact, my producer, John, sent me this great article. Um, I didn't plan on using it, but it's appropriate. It's from hotair.com. It says, BBC, colon, some lesbians say they feel pressure to sleep with trans women or risk being labeled a turf. What? Uh, I'm just going to read it real quick. I know, that's what I did, too. I'm sort of surprised the BBC published this story. 
It's hard to imagine it actually being pub- published in any major outlet here in the U.S. because it's very much an obstacle to the kind of trans-inclusiveness that activists say is essential, right? In other words, they can't let you read or think anything that's against the narrative. That's why you're banned on social media. That's why, um, you know, the Biden administration wants to slam anybody that doesn't agree with their narrative. So the basic gist of the story is that some lesbian women how many is unclear, are being socially pressured by peers and activists to accept the possibility of intimate relationships with trans women. The argument's pretty simple. Trans women are women, and therefore no one should discriminate against them in any way. And that's true whether or not the trans women haven't had surgery, and to be blunt about it, still have I'll just put it nicely, little wee-wees, okay? This is so, a man. So here's the story. <laughs> yeah, that's the man. Yeah, that is a man. So uh, Jenny is a lesbian woman. She says she is only sexually attracted to women who are biologically female and have vaginas. She therefore only has sex in relationships with women who are biologically female. Jenny doesn't think this should be controversial, but other people disagree. She has been described as transphobic, a genital fetishist, a pervert, and a TERF, T-E-R-F. In other words, a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. So right up front, the author says she had trouble getting people to talk about this issue. She also made clear that not everyone agrees what is the right thing. Even among trans women, it seems to be a minority who are vocal about this. But she did find some people who had experience. For instance, 24-year-old Amy, whose girlfriend wanted to have a threesome with a trans woman and said no. So here's the quote. I know there's zero possibility for me to be attracted to this person, said Amy, who lives in the southwest of England and works in small print and design studio. I can hear their male vocal cords. I can see their male jawline. I know under their clothes there's a male genitalia. These are physical realities that as a woman who likes women, you just can't ignore. This is why it's getting so crazy. And this is why what we're giving people permission to do right now, that's the leadership you're seeing. Where little kids, four- and five-year-old kids, are taught how to get castrated, that they can get castrated. Megan Kelly's da- uh, son was brought up. You can get castrated uh, so that you hide your male genitalia and then you can transfer it. Your- They're getting these kids at five and six years old. Why? Gross. It's permission. Remember, leadership is loop. The P is for permission. Permission. We give people permission through our actions. So here's the interesting question, parents, leaders. What are you giving people permission to do through your actions? You know, it's not about what you say, it's what you do. A picture's worth a thousand words, right? If you gotta, you gotta get that. Which brings us to the E, which is example. Because a picture is worth a thousand words. Even when Jesus walked this planet, we got the Bible, which is the Word of God, which is Jesus. But he said himself uh, that I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. That one sentence right there says, I am your example. What I do, watch me do the same thing. That really should be the mantra for every single leader out there. What is the example? People don't need another sermon. I tell my pastor friends this all the time. You can go to oneplace.com and listen to 500 sermons right off the bat, right there alone, right there. They don't need another sermon. They need an example because a picture's worth a thousand words. And then the C is for culture. By culture, I'm not talking yogurt, Right? I'm not talking yogurt. I'm not talking about a biological experiment in a lab in Wuhan where the Chinese released a virus that destroyed the economy. 
that's not the culture I'm talking about. Culture is a series of repeated events, acceptable norms. You know what's different about America today is our culture. You know what our culture is? It's the basis of, of your belief systems. What we believe about men and women, what we believe about marriage, what we believe about God, what we believe about abortion, what we believe about the founding fathers, what we believe about our role in life, what we believe about the victimhood of people, what we believe about who can be a persecutor and who can't, what we believe about black people, what we believe about white people. Don't you see it? Our culture is dictated by our beliefs, and the culture in any organization is dictated by those beliefs. And in, in business, we call it business culture. Uh, and after a break, I'm going to go through what makes a good culture business-wise and what makes a bad culture business-wise. And again, these are easy, easily able to translate into over what makes a healthy culture for a Christian nation to thrive, what makes a healthy culture for children to do well and for families to do well. That's what leaders do. They create that culture. I am black. And we'll be right back. This is a man. I do not want to believe that. How dare you? This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I'm a man. I don't think so. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, application. And for those of you that want a little bit of food from heaven, we call that manna. Uh, Every day I send out scripture and then I uh, approach it from a leadership perspective and help explain what does it mean and how do you apply it. So if you're interested in that, you can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. You go there, you'll see today's entry, and then you drop down to the very bottom on the right side, you'll see a button that says follow. If you hit that button, it'll open a little box where you can type in your email address and just put your email address right there. And then seven days a week, 365 days a year, I have not missed in eight years. Um, you, uh, I'll send you out as soon as I post it, which either late at night or early in the morning. Uh, it'll be right in your inbox. That's wayofwarrior.blog. And today we're talking about Leadership 101. This is a quote from the great book called Selling the Dream by Guy Kawasaki. It says, to the luckiest of people, a time comes where they join or launch a cause that forever changes their lives and the lives of others. Losing yourself in a cause is delicious. It's intoxicating. The best word to describe the sensation is crusade. The first thing you need to believe about a crusade is this. Never underestimate its power. It can transform ordinary people, products, and companies into devastating flamethrowers. You have to have a passionate desire to make a difference and fearlessly believe in your cause. And that last sentence is really the coup de grace. That last sentence is the cherry on top. That last sentence, for me, excuse my language, the big O. Uh, You have to have a passionate desire to make a difference and fearlessly believe in your cause. I have held on to that sentence uh, for over 30 years. Um, I'm really not wrapped up in what the world thinks about me. I'm wrapped up in what God thinks about me. I'm wrapped up into what my wife and children think about me. And sometimes that's not too good. But I'm not wrapped up into what this world thinks about me. My standard is the Bible. My standard is God looking at me one day and saying, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. You have done much with little. Come and get more. I mean, that's that's my outcome. I know. I know what I want to see. I know what I want to hear. I know what I want to feel. Uh, I'm here to serve God. Uh, I'm not here for me. Uh, I'm here as a conduit for God's love, God's mercy, God's grace, God's knowledge, God's inspiration to those who are willing to follow. 
and I do have a passionate desire to make a difference, and I fearlessly believe in my cause. Whether I'm on the radio or not will not change that. I've been doing what I do for 30 years, only been on the radio for six. Uh, whether I'm still on the radio for another 20 years or, or this is my last year, it will not change anything. Uh, I'm going to help people. Uh, I'm going to see a need. I'm going to meet a need. Uh, I'm not going to let money dictate who I help. Uh, I'm going to be aware of all those people that God puts in my path uh, because that person could have been put there for a divine appointment so that I can be the hands, the feet, the heart of the Savior. And so what I want to do now is basically go into, I was going to go through a weak and strong culture. I'll leave that for a different time. I want to leave you with one of my favorite pieces that God gave me uh, about two decades ago. Uh, It's the foundation for our leadership adventure class, which is our second level class. Leadership awakening is our first level class. And then a leadership adventure picks up right where awakening leaves and takes it three levels beyond. And you can read about all that stuff if you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. But remember a couple weeks ago, I had a guy who wrote a great book on change, uh, and he had the seven C's uh, of change. And it's so funny because I have the four plus one C's of leadership, and I always like to tell people when it comes to life itself and the deliciousness of life, uh, there are C3, uh, three, C3s, three C's of uh, life, cilantro, cinnamon, and coconut. Oh, I love my seeds. Cilantro, cinnamon, and coconut. Yes, yes, yes. Delicioso. But what I want to leave you with, a parting shot, uh, is the four plus one C's of leadership because this is what we need to get proper leadership. And we always start with the first C is commitment. Commitment. You know why it's always the first C? Because nothing great will ever happen without commitment. And one thing that people hate about Donald Trump is his commitment to things. There's many times to stop. I mean, how many times was he knocked down? How many times was he told to stay down? How many times did people just say he, he's not going to make it? He's not going to survive. But he was committed. He's committed to this country. He's committed to his values, what he believes. I don't agree with everything he agree, believes. Uh, I, I don't know if he's a child of God. I do know he loves Christians. I do know he, he supports children's right to be birthed out of the womb instead of killed in the womb. I do know he bleeds red, white, and blue. I do know he he helps people of all colors, of all creeds, of all nationalities. So I do know that. But for you, commitment's about trust. You got to get this. And see, you can't change. You know, we had the guy talk about change. You can't change without trust. You got to mitigate pain. You got to let people know that you're trustworthy. And we have people in the White House right now that are not trustworthy. Joe Biden will sell his soul for another book deal for to get his son to to get fifty thousand dollars for paintings that look like garbage. Not a joke. Uh, to yeah, it's sad. So commitments about trust. And if you can't trust somebody, how can you commit to them? And if someone's not committed to you. How can you trust them, right? Don't you see? You know this in marriage, right? So commitment and trust go hand in hand. And you've got to realize they will not follow you if they can't trust you. That's why people call it the cult of Donald Trump. No, actually because people trust Donald Trump. They believe in him. They believe he's got their back. And it's not a cult. It's because when you have a committed leader, you're willing to lay it on the line for that person. Trust me, I get people who donate their time, people who work for free because they know my commitment level. So leaders have to push through tough situations. Most people pull back when they hit resistance. But true leaders push through the wall. 
So the first C in the four plus one C's of leadership is commitment. And then there's communication. Now, whenever we're talking about communication, you always got to realize there's two types. There's interpersonal and intrapersonal. Interpersonal is what I'm doing right now. We're communicating. I'm talking, you're listening. Not really communicating. I'm talking, you're listening. But that's close to communication. That's how a lot of you communicate, by the way. That is it. But there's intrapersonal communication. And that is our self-talk. And remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Thirty to 60,000. When you're thinking, all you're doing is talking to yourself. That's all it is. And most people focus on the interpersonal communication, how we communicate with others. But the problem is... Our intrapersonal, the way we talk to ourselves, that actually dictates, that becomes the filter, that becomes the frame through which we communicate with other people. Like if your intrapersonal communication is everybody's better than you, then when you're talking to someone in a group, on a task, on the job site, how do you think that's going to affect your communication? It's going to affect it greatly. And so we'll talk about our communication with self and communication with others. And this is important. Because communication is the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal. What good is a mission, a vision? What good are values and beliefs if they are not communicated, right? You cannot be an effective leader if you can't effectively communicate. And we got a babbling, uh, I don't know what the what next word is, in the White House. I mean, he lies all the time. He makes things up. He calls people stupid pony soldiers. He, I mean, he uses terms that were used in the 1920s. I mean, he's not all here, people. And your hatred for Donald Trump is, I can get some of it. But does it drive you to lie and say this guy in the office uh, is a good communicator? He sucks at communication. He can't even communicate to his own party. He can't communicate to his wife. Uh, yeah, so uh, anyways, uh, clear vision. I'm going to go off on, uh, on Biden too much. Clear vision. Clear vision is important for leader. Where are we now? Where are we going? What will it take to get there and how long? you got to see in the future how the dots connect. That's why I do this radio show, and that's why sometimes I get a little more political slash cultural than I want to because the clear vision doesn't make sense. you got to have a vision. Without a vision, people perish, which then brings us to consensus. And consensus is a method of gaining agreement in groups. It's for problem-solving, decision-making, a level by which everyone can discuss issues and reach a decision that all can support. It incorporates the knowledge and experience, ideas, and feelings of all members in a group. And of the four C's, I'm going to tell you right now, this can be the hardest one. It's consensus. Getting differing views, differing opinions, different backgrounds in one line. And again, something Donald Trump was much better at doing than Joe Biden. He can't even get his own party in line. And then once you have those four in place, commitment, communication, clear vision, and consensus, then and only then do you add the last one, which is consistency. Applying the same standards from situation to situation. Getting predictable outcomes and results. Consistency leads to trust because people learn they can depend on you. When you are consistent, it helps hold the team together. And so that is the four plus one C's of leadership. Why the plus one? Because without the first four, the fifth one doesn't matter. Because once it works, you make it SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is a man. There is not any man like him anywhere in the world. Contemplate this on the tree of woe.
First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Ringing liberty and truth. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.